The topics we will be covering in today's episode is the U.S. entered a recession in February, according to the official economic arbiter. The meat industry could face losses of $20 billion in 2020. AMC Theaters reports $2.2 billion loss and aims to fully reopen in July. And Boeing aircraft cancellations continue to outpace new orders. And Honda's global operations hit by cyber attack. So the worst U.S. downturn since the Great Depression is now officially a recession, according to the National Bureau of Economic Research. Though it seemed a foregone conclusion, the NBER, the official arbiter of recessions, made a declaration Monday as the nation tries to recover from the C-word. The committee recognizes that the pandemic and the public health response have resulted in a downturn with different characteristics and dynamics than prior recessions. The NBER's business cycle dating committee said in a statement, Nonetheless, it concluded that the unprecedented magnitude of the decline in employment and production and its broad reach across the entire economy warrants the designation of this episode as a recession, even if it turns out to be briefer than earlier contractions. In making the declaration, the committee determined that a clear peak in monthly economic activity occurred in February. The peak in quarterly activity happened in the fourth quarter of 2019. As a rule of thumb, recessions are thought to entail two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. However, that isn't always the case, and it's generally the NBER's decision to determine recessions. The committee noted that a significant decline in economic activity spread across the economy, normally visible in production, employment, and other indicators. A recession begins when the economy reaches a peak of economic activity and ends when the economy reaches its troll. U.S. GDP fell 5% in the first quarter and is likely to post the worst decline in history for the second quarter, possibly more than 50%. The recession brings to an end the longest expansion in U.S. history, which the NBER, a private nonprofit research organization, dated as lasting 128 months or nearly 11 years. That growth seemed poised to continue into the declaration of the C word as a pandemic, a move that triggered 95% of the U.S. economy being put into shutdown and sent the unemployment rate, which had been at a 50 year low, soaring to 14.7%. It's worse in post-World War II history, and I believe there's like over 40 million unemployed right now. However, most economists think contraction will end in the second quarter, putting a stop to the recession as well. John Hatzias, chief economist at Goldman Sachs, said that while this is almost certainly the deepest recession since the war, it is almost certainly also the shortest recession. In fact, Hatzias pointed out no recession has lasted less than six months, dating back to the mid-1800s. Now, the C-word has been especially crushing for the meat supply chain. The industry could face losses of more than $20 billion in 2020, and the pandemic has caused two major disruptions to the meat supply chain. 
The first was shifting consumer behaviors, including restaurant and school closures that paralyzed an entire distribution channel. The second impacted the industry in an unimaginable way. More than 20,000 meat processing plant workers have gotten sick, 74 have died, and dozens of plants have been forced to shut down. I'm not sure anybody really understood sort of how to be prepared. These meatpacking plants, by their very nature, are extremely difficult to man- manage a human disease like this, said Darrell Peel, a livestock marketing specialist at Oklahoma State University. The plant shutdowns caused wholesale prices to double and livestock prices to drop 20% to 30%. More importantly, as demand declined, producers were left with unprecedented bottlenecks of live animals. Some producers resorted to euthanasia, which is pretty horrible. On April 28th, President Donald Trump invoked the Defense Production Act to try to help the industry. As a result, the plants were deemed essential and had to remain open. It has also protected meat processing giants like JBS, Tyson Foods, Cargill, and Smithfield Foods from legal liability if workers got sick. By mid-May, wholesale prices started dropping and livestock prices were inching back. But concerns over a long and costly recovery remain. Is this a once-in-a-century event? Should we respond accordingly? Or is this something that we need to adapt to going forward? If we think it's going to be with us, then yes. It's a pretty fragile supply chain, mainly because we've focused on giving consumers what they want. High-quality food at the cheapest price possible, said Joe Parso, Director of Applied Social Sciences and Professor of Agribusiness Management at the University of Missouri. If we were to back away from that and make it a little bit maybe a more robust supply chain, maybe a little bit smaller processes, processors, it's going to cost consumers a little bit more. So there's a trade-off there. Now, AMC Entertainment reported a whopping $2.2 billion loss in the first quarter on Tuesday. The result of the global theatrical shutdown caused by the C word. In a statement, the company said it is focused on its liquidity as it looks to fully reopen worldwide in July. Last week, the company said in filings that were that there were bankruptcy concerns, noting that substantial doubt exists about its ability to be a going concern. These are truly unprecedented times, CEO Adam Aaron said in a statement. We are confident we are taking the necessary steps on a broad array of fronts to ensure AMC's future success as we navigate these turbulent and uncertain times. In an earnings call with analysts shortly after numbers were disclosed, Aaron downplayed suggestions that the company might be forced to contend with a cash crunch. In the end, AMC will both succeed and prosper, he said. The earnings report reflected the unprecedented disruption caused by the C-word closures. The losses included $1.85 billion in impairment charges, and in the prior year quarter, AMC suffered a loss of $130 million. Adjusted net losses per share was $2.22, revenue topped out at $941.5 million, down from $1.2 billion in the prior year quarter. Wall Street was expecting losses of $1.44 per share and revenue of $947 million.
In his remarks with analysts and investors, Aaron noted that the theater business had been hit by a tsunami of public health and economic catastrophes. Whoa, Nelly, has there been a lot of change, said Aaron. Cataclysmic change. Aaron said that AMC expects that the business will gradually return this summer when blockbusters such as Tenet in Milan come out on July 17th and July 24th. There has been some question about whether or not those movies will move forward if major markets such as New York City remain closed, but Aaron suggested that the films were on track to make their release dates. When theaters do resume business, Aaron said that he expected consumers would be looking to get out of the homes they've been holed up in during social isolation. There would be significant pent-up demand to get back out into the road, said Aaron, noting that there would still be setbacks. The waters will be choppy, Aaron said. Well, added, there may be unforeseen tosses and turns to be navigated through. And the AMC chief also addressed the company's feud with Universal Pictures, which angered the exhibitor with his decision to release movies such as Trolls Road Tour and King of Staten Island on demand while most cinemas were closed. AMC had threatened to stop showing Universal films, potentially depriving the theater chain of access to Fast and Furious sequels and Jurassic Road installments. Relations are warm with Universal, Aaron said. Relations with Universal have always been warm. There's nothing personal about this issue with Universal. This is just an issue about money. AMC is in the active dialogue with Universal, Aaron said, meaning that a deal could be reached. We'll see how it all shakes out, he said. Boeing logged orders for new freighter planes in May, but cancellations continued to outpace new business as the seaward royals the air travel industry. The company reported nine orders and twice as many cancellations, which included a switch of a delivery slot for a 747 freighter for UPS, the company said. The scrapped orders included 14 of its 737 MAX planes, the beleaguered jet that has been grounded since March 2019 after two fatal crashes killed 346 people, Boeing's backlog strength to 4,744 planes, and the lowest since 2013, including orders the company periodically removes from its tally due to financial trouble or other factors at some customers, a practice it didn't have in place seven years ago. Boeing's shares were off more than 3% in midday trading, and the manufacturer's stock has rallied close to 70% over the past month as signs of passengers returning to air travel lifted the sector, but its shares are still down more than 30% so far this year. Honda has said it's dealing with a cyber attack that is impacting its operations around the world. Honda can confirm that a cyber attack has taken place on the Honda network, the Japanese carmaker said in a statement. It added that the problem was affecting its ability to access its computer servers, use email, and otherwise make use of its internal systems. There is also an impact on production systems outside of Japan, it added. Work is being undertaken to minimize the impact and to restore full functionality of production, sales, and development activities. The firm, which makes motorcycles, cars, generators, and lawnmowers, among other products, said one of its internal servers was attacked externally. It added that the virus has spread throughout its network, but did not provide further details, which is pretty troubling. Honda currently runs a factory in Swindon, where it makes its Civic cars, which is due to close in 2021. 
The company has confirmed that the work at the UK plant has been halted alongside its suspension of other operations in North America, Turkey, Italy, and Japan. However, it added that it hoped some of the affected sites would go back online this afternoon or later this week. Some cybersecurity experts have said it looks like a ransomware attack, which means that hackers might have encrypted data or locked Honda out of some of its IT systems. It looks like a case of Ekans ransomware being used, said Morgan Wright, chief security advisor at security firm Sentinel One. Ekans, or Snake Ransomware, is designed to attack industrial control systems networks. The fact that Honda has put production on hold and sent factory workers home points to disruption of their manufacturing systems. And the company has insisted no data has been breached and added that at this point we see minimal business impact. Honda employs nearly 220,000 people worldwide across more than 400 group affiliate companies. It is not known how the criminals infiltrated Honda's computer system, but research suggests that ransomware attacks are on the rise with hackers using C-word-related lures to trick victims into downloading booby-trapped documents and files. Insurer Beasley says it's seen a 25% spike in clients being hit by ransomware in the first quarter of 2020 compared to last year. Catherine Keefe from the firm said cyber criminals are preying on people's heightened anxiety during this pandemic, tricking them into clicking and sharing links that steal information. And this is actually a really big issue with people who are doing unemployment or like who are unemployed or are trying to get like their stimulus checks still. Like, don't click on emails about a stimulus check, period. Like, it's dangerous. Organizations must ensure the security systems and protocols are up to date and ensure that colleagues working from home are extra vigilant. We have the sources in the description so you can check out the articles. You can get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood down below. Learn the four steps to make money online below using just a phone, PowerPoint, and a computer. Automate your investing with Acorns where basically just round up your everyday purchase and you can basically... Invest into index funds, which is pretty nice and really lazy. You can create the best landing pages and sales funnels using ClickFunnels. And you can become a master of your money. Go to 40 Feel free to watch more episodes or check out a playlist. We're going to upload more and more content related to business news and money news because you never know. Things can just pop up randomly. That's pretty fun to talk about. And you can listen to this where podcasts are all available as well. See you in future episodes. Peace out. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review and DM us on Instagram at 40 box as to what you would like to learn more about when it comes to money and personal finance and making money. Now, if you want to learn the simple steps to make money online using just a phone or a computer in a PowerPoint presentation, join the free training below. You could join Robinhood and get a free stock worth up to $500 below. And make sure to check out 40 to be a master of your money. And there are useful tools on there to help grow your money on there as well, like automated investing apps and just free resources that could really help you out. And thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. And this has been the 40 Unbox Podcast.